are drugs on the market that help, but they come with side effects and shouldn't be used for extended periods of time. But fortunately, there is an effective natural pain reliever available in this state, medical cannabis. Let me tell you about Alta California Botanicals. They're a manufacturer of fine cannabis tinctures. Now you can take your medication in liquid form, much more discreet than pulling out a pipe and lighting up. Alta California Botanicals offers five different formulations, each one addressing a specific medical concern. There are two that are designed for pain, one to be swallowed, of course, and a new one for external use only. I'm going to have to try that one myself on my arthritic fingers. There's a tincture for stress and one for anxiety. They'll certainly keep you mellow. And there's even one for people who suffer from MS. The cannabis tinctures from Alta California Botanicals come in one half ounce bottles. Each batch is laboratory tested and certified free of pesticides and mold. In other words, completely natural and unadulterated. Alta California Botanicals doesn't sell directly to the public, of course, but if you visit their website at Alta, A-L-T-A, CaliforniaBotanicals.com and enter your zip code, they'll give you a list of dispensaries near you that keep their tinctures in stock. Now here's a tip for the holiday season. Keep a couple of extra bottles of the stress formula handy. It'll help maintain your cool amongst all that shopping madness. I'm Chuck Weiss for AltaCaliforniaBotanicals.com. Do you have a great idea for a product or service but don't know where to start? Are you looking to expand your current business? Women's Initiative of San Francisco began its business management training program for low-income, high-potential women in 1988. To attend a free orientation on how you can achieve your dream of starting your own business, or for more information, please contact 415-641-3460 or visit womensinitiative.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Planned Parenthood is a trusted healthcare provider, an informed educator, a passionate advocate, and a global partner helping similar organizations around the world. Planned Parenthood delivers vital reproductive health care, sex education, and information to millions of women, men, and young people worldwide. For nearly 100 years, Planned Parenthood has promoted a common-sense approach to women's health and well-being based on respect for each individual's rights to make informed, independent decisions about health, sex, and family planning. Please visit PlannedParenthood.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. The Berkeley Free Clinic was founded in 1969 as a street medicine clinic, but quickly found a permanent home in the Berkeley community. It has become an icon in the area and has served countless thousands in a variety of ways during its 45-year history. Fees have never been charged for any services, materials, medications, or supplies provided at the Berkeley Free Clinic. Income has been generated solely via individual or organizational donations and government programs. To volunteer your time or to make a donation, or for more information, visit berkeleyfreeclinic.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. 
They're committed to fostering independent loving for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Welcome to the AltaCast. It's Wednesday, October 14th. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, joined by the lovely, the amazing, the intelligent, the wonderful, as always, LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, Wynn. Thank you. And you forgot partly sick, too. Partly and, sick. Make yeah. sure you cough right into that microphone so the next person can... Uh, <laughs> We can share the illness here at MutinyRadio.fm. Uh, speaking of sharing the illness, <laughs> are we sick of the debates yet? Uh, pretty much. This was the first democratic debate. Um, and you, di- you know what? You didn't have as many candidates. The stage was not full. Right. Uh, so it was like a showdown. Pow, pow, pow. Sanders, Clinton, O'Malley, Webb, and Chaffee. Oh my gosh. The 10, other people. 13, 2015. It's a throwdown. Explosion. Who won, CNN? What do you say? CNN. Yeah. Explosive. Uh, pow, pow, pow. <laughs> That's what these debates have turned into. It's turned into like sports. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's really funny. I'm like, it, and. It is like satire in a way. You thinking you're thinking like, oh, this is like some SNL skit. No, this is actually real. Yeah, this is the real deal. Yeah. I hey, I didn't watch it. I was out murdering comedy last night. Right on. It was a really I I was on. I don't know. I drank the right amount of alcohol. My boyfriend was in a great mood. Like I just every open mic I hit, I was I mean I rapped at the showdown. Oh, nice. I did a rap about my IUD. It was completely <laughs> made up on the spot. And I was like, I, it was one of those nights where I was like, wow, I feel like a real comedian. You had a hot night. I had a hot night. I on a tr- Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Who the fuck cares about a Tuesday? Dude, Tuesdays well, are dope sometimes, you know? Well, they're dope when they're dealing with the elections. Did they talk about uh, marijuana at all? Um, You know what? I... From what I uh, read, they did talk about it a little bit. So, like, I was reading Huffington Post today because I didn't watch the debate. I was at work making money. Right. I was celebrating capitalism. Um, Hell yeah. So I was reading, like, the nine issues that Democrats did talk about in the debate that the Republicans did ignore. Sweet. And then some of the issues <clears throat> were race. Um, 
They as, ignored race? Uh, the Republican, Republican debates did. Oh, I see. You know, gotcha. because everything's lily white in their world. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yes, the Democratic debate they talked about race and Black Lives Matter, and then how you know economically everything in a lot of the uh, minority communities are disproportioned. They also talked about um, ca- uh, campaign uh, reform and finance, how there's too much money in Citizens United. Um, they talked about domestic surveillance, um, which mentioned uh, Edward Snowden. Um, <clears throat> They talked about Wall Street reform, which is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, the one percent. We know who those people are. Not, not me. Right. And of course, the Republican Party is not going to talk about the one percent. No way. So they talk about this is a very important one as well. Uh, the college affordability. Uh, how colleges are really, really too expensive for anyone. You know, even middle class people. Diplomacy. They talked about. Paid family leave with health care and insurance. Whoa. Um, of course, Benghazi and the Clinton emails. And, you know, those were just some of the things that they talked about um, on the debate that uh, the Republican debates did not talk about. So, gotcha. you know, very important issues, you know, but we are still a year away from the election. Absolutely. So we we're can't... a full year out. What are we talking about? I mean... I, I mean, I guess we need to talk, be talking about all of these. There are so many issues that face us right now as Americans. But is this going to make a difference? I, I don't think... I mean, and that's the thing. People jump the gun so quickly, and it's early. You know, you can't call someone a winner. Or I mean, I, I mean, I guess you can in a debate, but really, are you? Especially if the election's technically a year away anything can happen within a year anything can happen. anything and everyone's just so ready to jump to gu- the, the gun saying like you know hillary's the winner or donald trump won the debate and uh, right. it's just like <laughs> calm down people okay i mean calm down kids the skeleton- don't let donald trump win anything exactly the skeletons will be coming out the closet really soon well and and you you mentioned earlier when we were talking before the show about it's turned into a reality TV show. It is. So we can't wait for the skeletons. Oh no, we can't. We're waiting for it. We're waiting for that episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> When's that episode gonna come out where they're like, Hillary really is a lesbian? Yeah. That's gonna come out probably September of 2016. Right. That's when it comes out. They're like, she was the one who fucking girls with a with a cigar. Bill yes. learned it from her. I learned it from watching you. She's Bill. like, I used my day dick and I <laughs> stuck its flaccidness into my. <laughs> And it's true. It's, you know, the thing, it's, I, I don't like the fact that now it's turned into like such a reality celebrity, poli- I mean, of course it's politics, but you're fucking with people's lives here. I mean, let's, let's have this be a little bit serious. Donald Trump makes all of this not serious. I know he, and by the way, you know, he's hosting Saturday Night Live. Shut up. Like in the next two weeks. Oh my God. Of course he is. I mean, it, it's just like, Great wow. PR move on his point. Oh, part. totally. Because he'll have a sense of humor about himself. Also, we already knows he knows how to act because he's been on like countless reality TV shows. Yeah, exactly. And he's done a little bit of movie cameos. What sure, have you. he's Donald fucking Trump. I mean, it's just like, and I can't believe people would eat this shit up. Like, you actually want someone like that in charge of the government. It blows my mind that people actually take him seriously. Like, if I was an alien from another planet <laughs> and I had only received illegal television. Alien? Yeah, I'm an illegal alien. I'm an, I'm an illegal alien from, from the uh, planet Nebulus 
and I, um, I've only been getting the, the TV feeds, and I see, oh, well, there was this great show, The Apprentice, uh, I made lots of money, Trump Towers, got it, got it, he's in charge of the government now? Like, <laughs> this is a joke, right? This is a different, flip the channel again, this is a different TV show. Right, it's... It's it's crazy, and then you you have the other crazy candidate, uh, Ben Carson, who's a neurosurgeon, who of course is definitely intelligent, but lacks intelligence and social skills. Right. Like for example, after the Oregon shooting, um, he went on Fox News saying that, you know, instead of you know, he he this is what he said. He said that you know he would tell everyone, hey guys, come and get this gunman. He can't shoot us all. He literally said that. He can't shoot us all. Yeah. Well, guns don't <laughs> kill people. Babies with guns, guns. kill babies. Yeah. Guns with babies, guns, guns. And I don't know what's up with the guns. I don't. I don't understand what's up with the guns either. And even with that statement, and and then when he repeated it again, when uh, a journalist can't was kill all him, of us. Yeah. Run in. Yeah, run can't in. Can't shoot us all. There's only eight. Only eight uh, bullets in a clip. Yeah. I don't know how many bullets are in a clip. I just made that By up. By the way, it was a machine gun. So oh. yeah, you can you can kill everybody. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. With them. But then after when the, he um, the journalist asked him like if you know did you want to recall uh, recall that statement? He, he's like no. I you know I would have everyone say like you know hey come get him. And then he chuckled after that. Well, I mean it's the same argument like with um, flight 97 or the people exactly. with the box cutters and they're like. Why didn't you just stand up and knock the box cutter out of their hand? It's, like, when people are, I mean, who, who's going to be the brave one that's like, I will sacrifice my life for yeah. everybody. I mean, if you're on a plane, I would have thrown myself at the, so I'm going to get stabbed with a box cutter. No big deal. A little laceration on the arm. <laughs> it's not going to be a big deal. I mean, the most they're going to do is perforated by intestinal wall. Maybe that could be a problem, but get me to a hospital, bro. On a plane. Right. But they did mention that in one of the articles um, talking about what happened on that flight, kind of the same thing. But it's just like, now you're, vic I mean, these were victims totally. and that makes no sense. I mean, you obviously have no soul, you know, hey guys, get him. He can't kill us all. How retarded does that sound? That's a terrible. It sounds retarded. And they, and you want to, you want to be our president. He wants to be the president. They all want to be the president. Moving on. It's, 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 it's crazy. Who wants to be the president? Uh, hey, you know what we've got here is uh, Hillary Clinton slams Republicans. So this is a little 10-minute clip uh, that we're going to play here uh, from last night's CNN debates where the Hill Dog, Hill Dog on the Hill, uh, killing it. Let's see. I'm not. There we go. This uh, CNN Democratic uh, presidential debate. It has been quite a night so far. Uh, we are in the final block uh, of this debate. All the candidates are, are back, uh, which I'm very happy to see. Um, it's a long story. Uh, let's continue, shall we? Uh, Secretary Clinton, welcome back. Well, thank you. <laughs> you know, it does take me a little longer. That's, that's all right, I can say. That's right. Uh, Secretary Clinton, Governor Malley says the presidency is not a crown to be passed back and forth between two royal families. This year has been the year of the outsider in politics. Just ask Bernie Sanders. Why should Democrats embrace an insider like yourself? Well, I can't think of anything more of an outsider than electing the first woman president, but I'm not just running because... 
I would be the first woman president. I'm running because I have a lifetime of experience in getting results and fighting for people, fighting for kids, for women, for families, fighting to even the odds. And I know what it takes to get things done. I know how to find common ground, and I know how to stand my ground. And I think we're going to need both of those in Washington to get anything that we're talking about up here accomplished. So I'm very happy that I have both the commitment of a lifetime and the experience of a lifetime to bring together to offer the American people. Governor Mallard, do you want to tell Secretary Clinton why she shouldn't get the crown? Well, well, actually, you know, we had this conversation, and I will tell, I will share with you that I've traveled all around the country, Anderson, and um, there's two phrases I keep hearing again and again and again, and they are the phrases new leadership and getting things done. We cannot be this dissatisfied with our gridlock national politics and an economy where 70% of us are earning the same or less than we were 12 years ago and think that a resort to old names is going to move us forward. I respect what Secretary Clinton and her husband have done for our country, but our country needs new leadership to move forward. Secretary Clinton, you have to be able to respond well, if I, you want. I, I would not ask anyone to vote for me based on my last name. I'd ask them to listen to what I'm proposing, look at what I accomplished, uh, in the Senate as Secretary of State, uh, and then draw your own conclusion. Uh, I certainly am not uh, campaigning to become president because my last name is Clinton. Uh, I'm campaigning because I think I have the right combination of what the country needs at this point, and I think I can take the fight to the Republicans because we cannot afford a Republican to succeed Barack Obama as President of the United States. Senator Sanders, does she have the right stuff? I think I think that there is profound frustration all over this country with establishment politics. I am the only candidate running for president who is not a billionaire, who has raised substantial sums of money, and I do not have a super PAC. I am not raising money from millionaires and billionaires. And in fact, tonight, in terms of what a political revolution is about, there are 4,000 House parties 100,000 people in this country watching this debate tonight who want real change in this country. We've got we a lot of uh, questions. we got about uh, climate change. I want to go to Don Lemon. Don? All right, this one is from Martin O'Malley Anderson. Governor O'Malley, this is from Anna Bettis from Tempe, Arizona. Here it is. As a young person, I'm very concerned about climate change and how it will affect my future. As presidential candidate, what will you do to address climate change? So, Governor O'Malley, please tell Anna how you would protect the environment better than all the other candidates up on that stage. Yeah, Anna, I have uh, put forward a plan, and I'm the only candidate, I believe, in either party to do this, to move America forward to a 100% clean electric grid by 2050. We did not land a man on the moon with an all-of-the-above strategy. It was an intentional engineering challenge, and we solved it as a nation. And our nation must solve this one. So. I put forward the plan that would extend the investor tax credits for solar and for wind. If you go across Iowa, you see that 30% of their energy now comes from wind. We're here in Las Vegas, one of the most sustainable cities in America, doing important things in terms of green building, architecture, and design. 
We can get there as a nation, but it's going to require presidential leadership. And as president, I intend to sign as my very first order in office the, an order that moves us as a nation and dedicates our resources to solving this problem and moving us to a 100% clean electric grid by 2050. Governor, we can do it. Governor O'Malley, thank you very much. Uh, Senator Webb, you have a very different view than just about anybody else on the stage, and unlike a lot of Democrats, you're pro-coal, you're pro-offshore drilling, you're pro-Keystone Pipeline. Are again, are you, the question is, are you out of step with the Democratic Party? Well, the, the question really is, how are we going to solve energy problems here and in the global environment if you really want to address climate change. <clears throat> when I was in the Senate, I was an all-of-the-above energy uh, voter. We introduced legislation to bring in alternate energy as well as nuclear power. I'm a strong proponent of nuclear power. It is safe. It is clean. And really, we are not going to solve climate change simply with the laws here. We've done a good job in this country since 1970. If you look at China and India, they're the greatest polluters in the world. 15 out of the 20 most polluted cities in the world are in one of those two countries. We need to solve this in a global way. It's a global problem, and I have been very strong on, on doing that. The, the agreements, the so-called agreements that we have had with China are illusory in terms of the immediate requirements of the, of the Chinese government itself. So let's solve this problem in an international way, and then we really will have a, a way to address climate change. Senator Sanders, are you tougher on, on climate change than Secretary Clinton? Well, I will tell you this. Uh, I believe, and Pope Francis made this point, this is a moral issue. Uh, the scientists are telling us that we need to move extremely boldly. I am proud that along with Senator Bo Barbara Boxer a few years ago, we introduced the first piece of climate change legislation which called for attacks on carbon. And let me also tell you, that nothing is going to happen unless we are prepared to deal with campaign finance reform because the fossil fuel industry is funding the Republican Party, which denies the reality of climate change and certainly is not prepared to go forward aggressively. This is a moral issue. We have got to be extremely aggressive in working with China, India, Russia, Se the planet, Thank the you, future Senator. of the planet is at stake. Secretary Clinton, I want to yeah. go to dinner. Well, that, that's exactly what I've been doing. Um, when we met in Copenhagen in 2009, and literally, President Obama and I were hunting for the Chinese, going throughout this huge convention center, because we knew we had to get them to agree to something. Because there will be no effective efforts against climate change unless China and India join with the rest of the world. They told us they'd left for the airport. We found out they were having a secret meeting. We marched up, we broke in, we said, we've been looking all over for you, let's sit down and talk about what we need to do. And we did come up with the first international agreement that China has signed. Thanks to President Obama's leadership, it's now gone much further. And I do think that the bilateral agreement that President Obama made with the Chinese was significant. Thank you, sir. Now it needs to go further <laughs> and there will be an international meeting at the end of this year and we must get verifiable commitments to fight climate change from every country gathered Dana there. Bash? Yeah. Secretary Clinton, you now support mandated paid family leave. Mm -hmm. Carly Fiorina, the first female CEO of a Fortune 50 company, argues if the government requires paid leave, it will force small businesses to, quote, hire fewer people and create fewer jobs. 
What do you say not only to Carly Fiorina, but also a small business owner out there who says, you know, I like this idea, but I just can't afford it? Well, I'm surprised she says that because California has had a paid leave program for a number of years. And She's all on of the, the federal level. Well, but all well, on a state level, a state as big as many countries in the world. And it has not had the ill effects that the Republicans are always saying it will have. And I think this is this is typical Republican scare tactics. We can design a system and pay for it that does not put the burden on small businesses. I remember as a young mother, you know, having a baby wake up who was sick and I'm supposed to be in court because I was practicing law. I know what it's like. And I think we need to recognize the incredible challenges that so many parents face, particularly working moms. I see my good friend, Senator Gillibrand, in the front row. She's been a champion of this. We need to get a consensus through this campaign, which is why I'm talking about it everywhere I go. And we need to join the rest of the advanced Secretary world Clinton, in having it. Secretary Clinton, even many people who agree with you might say, Look, this is very hard to do, especially in today's day and age. There are so many people who say, really, another government program? Is that what you're proposing? And at the expense uh, of taxpayer money? Well, look, you know, when people say that, um, it's always the Republicans or their sympathizers who say, you can't have paid leave, you can't provide health care. They don't mind having big government to interfere with a woman's right to choose and to try to take down Planned Parenthood. They're fine with big government we should not be paralyzed we should not be paralyzed by the republicans and their constant refrain big government this big government that except for what they want to impose on the american people i know we can afford it because we're going to make the wealthy pay for it yeah and on that note that's Hillary slamming the Republicans. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll throw big government money in yeah. uh, when when it makes them happy. Yeah. Good job, Hill I dog. actually, I, I like that one. That made my heart warm, actually. Yeah. Get it, Hill Dog. You know, and that's the thing. Okay, so when we were, when we were watching that, Hillary has great presence. Yeah, she does. She speaks her mind. She's talking to the ladies. I like it. Uh... Here's the problem with Bernie Sanders. When we started having televised debates with uh, JFK versus Nixon, Nixon 1960. Uh, in 1960, that's when we realized in American people, we want a good looking president. Yeah. I think that Bernie's not gonna win because he's an old man with a hunchy back. <laughs> and because he's speaking his mind and he's, I loved how he said nothing, <laughs> nothing. Like that's right, bro. I really like Bernie Sanders, but I don't think that he has a viable chance because the majority of people will not vote for an ugly person, uh, which is a terrible thing to say about Americans, but it's absolutely true. And it's been, it's gone through. Yeah. Vanity is a lot, has a lot to play in politics and what absolutely. have you. Yeah. I, you know, as much as I like Bernie Sanders, I, I know he's not going to win. It's just like Nader all over to me. And I'm exactly. for, I, I'm for, I, I, I like him a lot because, the, you know, I believe in free education. Yeah. I, I believe definitely with the inequality that's going on here, you know, financial inequality. And I like the fact he talks about race issues. Um, but on the other hand, I, 
You know, I, I'm afraid of the Clintons because I know it's it's a power machine. Sure. But at the same time, my female pussy power says that well, it won't be it wouldn't be such a bad thing if Hillary won either. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and that maybe be I am being sexist. I am. Sure. Well, and I, you know, did did a lot of people vote for Barack Obama because they wanted the first black God person damn in the United right States? Did. Absolutely. Yes. And a lot I want of, a brother in the house. It, I sure indeed. did. Indeed. And but I, there was a chance that I could have got a brother in the house. There was Alan Keyes, the crazy black Republican, mm -hmm. and then there's you know right now there's Bill Cot or Bill Ben Carson. I almost said Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great if he Freud ran. Slip. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Bill <No>. Cosby, <laughs> president with the Quaalude. Uh, <laughs> no, but then but there's been Carson. But at the same time, that I'm not gonna vote for him because he's black. No, that nigga's lost. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I feel like yeah, a lot of women are, especially working moms, seeing a woman, and I, you know, women period are gonna vote for Hillary because especially when it comes to like the Planned Parenthood thing mm -hmm. and women's issues and. The whole all you know is all you have up there are dicks. Right. They don't dicks don't know what vaginas can do. Well, and <laughs> paid leave for mothers is so important and having um, if people are making a choice to have a kid and they still need to work because that's the way society runs now. You can't have an effective worker if they're worried about their child. Like let them take them to the if you have a sick child and they need to go do something you need the time off of work to be able to make that happen absolutely it's the same thing with healthcare. if you don't let your employees be healthy they won't be good workers for you and and on the opposite opposition the republican party how is that and you know they're so family values how's that about family values when you're talking about like you, you know what's wrong with having paid leave why do you have such an issue with it isn't this part about the family values that exactly. you you perpetrate because <laughs> they're perpetrating this whole family values thing when it's all about give me give me money 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 you know paid leave you you have to take care of your family absolutely you know that's important you need to feed your family so it is all it all has to do with family values that the republican party uses right they profess the family values and yet they're not willing to put anything toward the family exactly right exactly well i enjoyed that hillary brought up all of her experience she threw it at everybody she's like i've been in the government you guys remember how i'm the secretary of state <laughs> remember how i've been hang hanging out with the president like every day for the past four years oh remember how my husband it, we had two terms yeah had two terms so she has the experience to be in the position, and she's shown that. And then bringing up the law stuff from before. She's a smart, smart lady. She, no, no doubt. No doubt. I'm just, the only thing that just scares me is the whole machine, you Absolutely. know. And, but I mean, honestly, it goes with every politician, you know. Even Obama has turned, you know, he's part of the machine as well. Part of the machine. Everybody is. But I, I, Again, I like Bernie Sanders a lot because he's grassroots and what have you. Absolutely. And honest. And honest. I trust that guy. Yeah. I trust that guy. But do I know who's actually going to win? Yeah, absolutely. Al Gore. <laughs> I mean, I wish. I wish. Well, sorry. Bring Al Gore had a back, honey. Yeah. I had Remember? a 2000, 2000 flashback. I mean, well, and wouldn't that be, a, I mean, a horrific thing if the Republicans were somehow able to steal it again? Ooh, it would be don't hurt my feelings I, absolutely don't hurt my feelings I don't want to go through that again that was the first time I was ever 
able to vote and I vote it. And <sighs> as a first time, you're getting your vote stolen. Are you still salty? Fuck yeah, 15 years later, I'm still salty. Absolutely. I just graduated high school. I can buy porn, cigarettes, <laughs> and I exercise my right to vote. What? And then it got stolen. Yeah. Stolen. Stolen. Uh, you know what won't steal your soul? Alta California Botanicals definitely will not do that. It is nothing like the Republican Party. Uh, <laughs> please support medical marijuana as medical marijuana supports us here at MutinyRadio.fm. We want to thank Alta California Botanicals for supporting this station and supporting the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I'm joined by the Sheriff of Truth, LaToya Wynn. Hello. And we are talking about uh, last night's presidential debates, debates in general, and uh, what are we doing with our nation? Uh, speaking of that, uh, let's get to read between the Yay! lines. What do they want read us to think? Lines. Read between the lines. They're gonna show us pictures. All right, let's start with let's start with Google because well, you know what? They're they're too good. We'll start with we'll start with CNN. CNN explosion. Yeah. Democratic debate winners and losers. Uh, that's their first thing. Ju- most just wanted to make an impression. Clinton needed a win. Yeah, it's like, who are these other guys? Uh, Those were other guys. We know that the race is between... Well, Biden's up there, too, but... Oh, wait. Did you hear on CNN? It was really funny. Uh, on CNN, uh, they had a extra podium if Joe Biden wanted to join. <gasps> it was like the lonely podium. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that actually happened. Yeah, uh, well, he's running. So I think the really right now it's between uh, Bernie and uh, Hillary. I agree. And then uh, Biden, I mean, he's the vice president. But I think as a history in this country, we don't necessarily really love the VPs, man. <laughs> no, they don't like, get much what love, are they unfortunately. Doing? So, uh, so here on their, on their top news stories for the U.S., we have uh, Lamar Odom found unconscious. Ex-wife Khloe Kardashian, by Odom's side source, says. All right, so number one U.S. news is um, basketball players and Kardashians. And then the second big story is six church members arrested after teen dies from beating. Damn. That's interesting. Like, it's sports and then sort of lambasting, lambasting religion well the lamar odom thing has to do with sports cocaine and hookers oh yeah so people like that sensationalism we sure do world politics uh, number one story five years ago 33 chapped chilean miners were brought to safety now i remember that because so many people did jokes about it (laughs) chilean miner jokes uh but th- that was an amazing story. You don't remember that? I do you remember do? that. Yeah, I remember too. It was uplifting. And then uh, Israel may seal off East Jerusalem. Uh, Israel may seal off East Jerusalem. Wow. Um, Yikes. Democratic debate fact-checking. Uh, yeah, all right. And uh, the Democratic, Democratic debate in two minutes. Ooh, I think that this is going to be a good one. Let's, uh, let's see what CNN has to say about the debate in two minutes. The speed round. The speed round. Speedy news. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the debate in two minutes. We'll see what uh, CNN has to tell us about this. Again, you guys are listening to the AltaCast here on Mutiny Radio. Uh, Want to see what they have to say? Debate in two minutes? Let's do it. 
should be going. There it is. Oh no, that's a that's not a thing. Um, was that a pocket record? No, I was. Where electricity comes from? They flip the switch and the light comes on. It's our job to make sure that it. Hey, we're not gonna let him have that commercial. No way. We'll do one for all its California botanicals again. Uh, there's an energy commercial that's on right before the two minutes of the debate. So it's like. That's ironic right there. America's natural gas. That's what they want to sell us. Natural gas. It's reading between the lines. Read between the lines. They want us to know about natural gas. But, uh, and the pipelines. Are you all ready? have a range of views, but they are rooted in my values and my experience. We're going to win because first we're going to explain what democratic socialism is. And I think we should look to countries like Denmark, like Sweden. But we are not Denmark. I love Denmark. We're the United States of America. One of the things that was not reported during that heartbreaking night of unrest in Baltimore was that arrests had actually fallen to a 38-year low. Anderson, you're looking at a block of granite when it comes to the issues. Whether it seems it's like pretty soft granted, though. I mean, you've been a Republican, you've been an independent. Did you hear what I Democrat. said? Secretary Clinton, is Bernie Sanders tough enough on guns? No, not at all. But I would say this. I've been waiting for 10 minutes. I will you say have, this. You're over your time, though. I will say, well, you've let a lot of people go over their time. I am. <laughs> yes, I happen to believe from the bottom of my heart that war should be the last resort. But tonight, I want to talk not about my emails, but about what the American people want from the next president Senator of the United States. But the American people are sick and tired of hearing about your damn emails. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do black lives matter or do all lives matter? We need to combat institutional racism. The point that the Black Lives Matter movement is making is a very, very legitimate and serious point. Everybody on this stage has changed a position or two. I never took a position on Keystone until I took a position on Keystone. Why should Latino voters trust you now when you left them at the altar at the moment when reform was very close? I didn't leave anybody at the altar. There is such a difference between everything you're hearing here on this stage and what we hear from the Republicans. Here. Donald Trump, that carnival barker in the Republican Party. <laughs> shut down the NSA surveillance Absolutely, program. Absolutely, of course. You said you smoked marijuana twice, didn't quite work for you. <laughs> Yay! You said you smoked marijuana twice, didn't really work for you. Uh, it works for me, AltaCaliforniaBotanicals.com. Yeah! Uh, on that note. So there's, uh, there's politics for you. Uh, tech, Boeing creates metal that is 99.99% air. Oh, Jesus. Gonna have to fly planes in that. How a 3D printed art changed a four year old's life. That's nice. The effects of carbs. Where do we stand? <laughs> Hayden Panettiere enters treatment for postpartum depression. Oh, darn. Oh, she can't handle being fat. <laughs> uh, and, and then uh, in the entertainment news, right there, still Hayden Panettiere. Uh, so CNN, not a lot, uh, not a lot of stuff, not a lot of stuff for us on CNN today. Uh, <laughs> Another debates for last night. A good two-minute clip there. That was pretty good. Help the speed us figure round. out the speed round of what really happened during that. Uh, I, I'm glad what Bernie Sanders said about like we were tired of hearing the American people are tired of hearing about your emails too. Absolutely. That was awesome because Absolutely. I don't give a rat's ass. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about someone's emails. Well. 
I I don't I don't care about her emails either. I don't think I don't think that it's I think it's something that everyone's going to try to cloud the issue of 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 it's it's a it's a red herring. Yeah. All right. All right. Yahoo. Look. Scrolling down right there. The top 3 are Top 3 are Careful Clinton. So there she is. Uh, she looking great though. Um, Pantsuits and all. Whoever's doing her makeup is doing an excellent job. Uh, Lamar Odom again. Uh, overdose. And uh, 2016 VW Diesels have new software detecting emissions. Blah blah blah. Oh. So big big stories there. Thanks Yahoo. I actually I, I appreciate two of those stories. The, the fact that they're mentioning the Volkswagen thing too, which is very important. For those who have Volkswagens that got recalled, that sucks to be you. Well, we probably shouldn't all be driving cars anyways, but um, <laughs> here's their, these are the rest of their top stories. This is pretty ridiculous. Uh, four digestive destroyers to avoid. Don't eat these. And one of them is avocados. Uh-oh. Why are they trying to slam our uh, California currency here? Uh-oh. Avocados are everything. My boyfriend's not going to like that too much. <laughs> woman gets booted off a flight prompting fellow passengers to boo crew. A woman got booed off her American Airlines flight this weekend from Phoenix to Portland prior to departure. And a video of the incident appears to show that she... Yeah. Uh, Russian jet flew up to U.S. plane in Syria for identification. Sounding pretty top gunny there. Uh... Engineer builds working Thor's hammer that only he can lift. Extra uh, electromagnetic things. Indian man who woke up on autopsy table dies. Wow. An Indian man who was shocked by when hospital staff. An Indian man was sh who shocked hospital staff when he woke up on an autopsy table just before a postmodern postmortem was about to begin has died. Authorities said Wednesday. On a Sunday, a hospital doctor in Mumbai mistakenly certified the homeless man. We got to read this one. Uh, the homeless man, uh, who has been named Pakresh, as dead after police found him unconscious and suffering from multiple infections. Just as the autopsy was about to start, hospital staff were given the fright of their lives when the man started breathing. <laughs> They later rushed him to intensive care. Police and doctors pointed the finger of blame at each other for the misdiagnosis, but they were in agreement on Wednesday that the man had succumbed to his infections late on Tuesday. Yes, he has died, Ashtok dude, the Mumbai police deputy commissioner told AFP. <laughs> A senior doctor at Lokmanya Tilak Municipal General Hospital in Mumbai, who has not to be named, said that the cause of death would only be known after a post-mortem examination was performed. <laughs> Mumbai's police are regularly faced with unclaimed dead bodies, and media reports of suggested mortuaries are running out of space to hold the corpses. Jeez. Oh, my God. Good Lord. What a night. That is the craziest news I've ever heard. Wow. Wow. Let's see what Fox has to say. Yay, oh, Fox. Fox the yeah. devil. Uh, front page. Fox News. Putin. Putin uh, targeting our forces. U.S. official Russians deliberately attacking U.S.-backed Syrian fighters. And they say that they just looked up to him to see what was going on. Fear, war. Fear, war. Um, uh, Indifada Brink. Uh, Obama dispatching Kerry to calm new Mideast crisis. Ugh, Mideast crisis. Fear, fear, fear. Free ride. Illegal immigrant seeks dollars for student presidential gig. 
Interesting. Uh, I mean, I give him money. He wants to be. He wants to be the the president of his college. Good for him. Uh, Todd Starnes, football coach, says he will defy school's prayer ban. Oh, Interesting. Wow. Jesus, wow. guns, Jesus, war. guns, war. Uh, latest news: Clinton's strong debate per- performance puts Biden entry in doubt. Oof. Uh, George Soros faces criticism in native Hungary over refugee stance. Baboon in zoo stuns with human-like movements. I I mean, I don't... What is this news? GOP lawmaker says he has uh, unedited Planned Parenthood videos. Oh, God. Oh, let's see what this is about. I I care about Planned Parenthood. Yeah, I got an appointment next week. Yeah, I got to check out the girly parts. Yeah. I'm having my girly things happening right now. I'm like, yay, I'm not going to have a baby. Yay. <laughs> Thanks, IUD. IUD, no babies for me. I said the IUD, no babies for me. What? Oh. Anti-abortion activists have given Congress unedited videos they recorded showing Planned Parenthood officials discussing their retrieval of fetal tissue. This is old. But they're saying it was today. Remember, the, remember, we, we watched this before. The, yes. the, and they're like, well, you know, some people want lungs and some people want hearts. And use the aborted babies, please. I learned recently that stem cell research has nothing to do with aborted babies. They actually take a sperm and an egg, put them in a Petri dish. And once they've reached, you know, it starts with, there's two cells, right? The egg and the sperm come together. And then they divide by four. And then those four divide... And they continue dividing, so it goes 4, 8, 16, 32. So when the clump gets to about 100, that's when those are stem cells, and they retrieve those cells, and then those can make any cells at all. So it has nothing to do with aborted babies, which totally blew my mind. I'm like, really? um, So the aborted fetal tissue is for other tests and stuff like that. But if you're... Why would we just throw it in the waste bin? Well, Why not make... What's wrong with testing things like things that will help cure? Exactly. Like cancer and AIDS and shit. The chairman Republican Jason Chaffetz, Republican Utah, said he has set up a viewing room where Republicans and Democratic lawmakers and aides can see the recordings. He said the videos will not be released to the public out of abundance of caution to ensure the safety and security of all individuals recorded. That means they're full of shit. They, I think they are too. Chaffetz said the footage contains nearly 800 gigabytes of data, which he said means it will take investigators significant time to evaluate. Though recording techniques may vary and estimates be difficult, the amount of data is roughly equivalent to several dozen DVDs worth of movies. The abortion foes who secretly recorded the conversations say the videos show Planned Parenthood has broken the law by profiting from the tissue sales. Planned Parenthood said it did nothing illegal and only accepted payments covering the cost of retrieving the tissue, which provided to medical researchers. The group announced Tuesday that it would no longer charge anything for the tissue. Planned Parenthood said the video, uh, said video, says videos the activists had previously released publicly were deceptively edited to distort the conversations. Planned Parenthood also said that any videos activists give to Congress may have been altered. Three other congressional committees are also investigating Planned Parenthood, and the Republican-run House has created a special panel to conduct another. Oh, this is old. Oh, we already did this. We already talked about this, and my uterus still hurts. Uh, I can't. Of, of course, I can believe that the fact that Fox News is using some old news from like July, August. 
Just, <laughs> just bringing it back. Bringing it back. And they already had the hearings. And that poor woman, one of the, I think the CEO or the president of uh, Planned Parenthood, they grilled her and got nothing. Right. They grilled her and got nothing. Well, if there's if there's a money issue, it has to do with the medical industry and not with Planned Parenthood. No. I mean, I understand they're a part of the medical industry, but they're providing a service that the medical industry isn't or can't. And we need to provide safety for women. And I think a huge part of human health and safety is not having more humans. Seriously, like, I don't understand how this is. I can't believe we're still talking about abortion. This is seriously, it blows my mind. Planned Parenthood is not, they do a small amount of abortions too. Planned Parenthood is there for mammograms, uh, getting your paps chapped. Yeah, and stuff. Exactly. You know, no more gonorrhea. Getting rid of the chlamydia. Yeah. No more prevention of pregnancy. Teaching the girls how to pee after sex so they don't get UTIs that turn into kidney infections. Right. Without Planned Parenthood, I would have never known that. I didn't. No one told me that until they came into the schools, and I was teaching at the time. So I'm teaching high school, and I'm in a room, and Planned Parenthood came in to do to talk about condoms and give them out. And and at the time, I did this. um, I worked in conjunction with Planned Parenthood at this one high school where um, we went in and I had curriculum that I designed and Planned Parenthood still uses it for outreach. Where they go in with a video, you have the kids write and create their own um, birth control, condoms, safety messages. Um, and they, they basically made a minute long commercial, all the kids. And so they storyboarded out and what information did they want to put in there and, and what were the important things to mention, you know, and how to, it was video production, but it was about, you know, safety and birth control and condoms and contraceptives. And, you know, we mentioned abstinence in there just to hit the whole gamut. You know, maybe you're not ready to have sexual intercourse with somebody, but you know, the whole thing is wrap it up. And and Planned Parenthood has been teaching the kids these important messages because 16-year-old boys will stick their dick in a pie. They don't care. (laughs) They don't want to wear a condom. And we have to change the, the idea in their head that it's okay to have sex without, A, consent, but B, without safety precautions. And that's the reality. I mean, the reality is... Most people lose their virginity when they're in high school. That's just that's just the right. reality. Right. Abstinence does not work. It doesn't. Well, I mean, shame. You can you can use abstinence through religion because there's so much deep embedded shame around sexuality that you're providing to kids. You know, for a long. I mean, Jesus really fucked me up. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> so I didn't have sex till I was 20 because I was so, you know, indoctrinated with fear and self-consciousness i didn't lose mine till i was 20 either nice sweet and you also we have similar backgrounds both really religious upbringings i became a whore after that sure well after the marriage thing i i I definitely whored around uh, the 30s (laughs) in the city the whore of sodom and gomorrah but uh safety first man yeah and that's and that's what all Planned Parenthood is. The last thing that they do is our abortions. So it's just. But I don't care either way. I say give the. I say have access to abortions. Too many people are having babies. Uh, not enough people are dying, and too many are being born, and we don't have the resources to take care of them. And what I mean by that is, 
I get to make the choice as an intelligent woman who's in charge of my own body that I don't have the resources to have a kid. And so I need to have those services available, hopefully free. Yeah. <laughs> so that we, it just, it boggles me that we are still talking about I, this. Yeah, I just, I don't feel like it's, this is an ish, not a, a non-issue. It really is. It, it, just, it should be a non-issue. Yeah. And the concept that it is an issue makes me very, very sad. I like how small print the Fox headlines are. Like, you have Putin's big-ass face. Yeah. And then everything else is itty-bitty-bitty. Yeah, and then they have features and faces. This is where we get uh, gas cars gone by 2050. Better be. Miller indicted for fraud. Don't know who Miller is. Is Kelly replacing Swift? Who cares? Odom had every drug imaginable inside his body. Miley playing an all-nude concert. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. I know, I know what we're doing. We've got the brother... The, the, the read between the, the lines, girl. Yeah, read between the lines. Okay, so we got the brother, right? You know, yeah, was a basketball superstar married to a Kardashian. Look at his downfall. Had every drug in his body. See? See how they be? See how they are? And see, yeah. Yep. It's Miley it's, Cyrus. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, for those who are for abstinence and all this, this is what she's doing. She's promoting herself. She's, she's a slut. She's a whore because she's performing nude doesn't you know it, it's it, i i get it i get it i'm reading a read between the lines yeah we've got it's this is ridiculous now we have why chipotle is under attack who cares don't eat shitty burritos you dummies uh your brain on porn that's interesting uh army tests smart grenades let's what blow is- people up smarter oh <laughs> computerized rat brain wow uh elect uh electra Miffed at Playboy move. I don't know. Don't know what that means. Uproar of Republic Lion dissection. <sighs> Cecil the Lion is still in, you guys. Uh, Max trashes DWTS ABC. I don't even know what that means. Dancing with the stars. Jen's elitist ad is great. And Sean Astin on Faith and Football because he was in a movie in the 80s. Really? Really, everybody? I mean, this is Fox News. This is ridiculous. It's all... Oh, here we go. An Apple loses big patent suit to University of Wisconsin. Buy a new iPhone. Wow. Uh, Fox News is a pile of doo-doo. Dumbing it down. Yeah. Let's check out some more. uh, So this is kind of bottom of the barrel. Bing News. (laughs) It is. It's bottom of the barrel. (laughs) It really is. Desperation of news. Uh, Yeah, we've got... Uh, accidental overdose. There we go. Silverman's depression. Sarah Silverman's depressed? No way. Um, skinny bitch has a thyroid disover- disorder. I don't know who that is. Best wildlife photos. Gun shop found liable. Oh, good. Let's get the gun shop in trouble. Not the people that make the gun laws, but the... Uh, looks like Jay-Z won't endorse a woman. This is interesting. Who is this? Uh... Jay-Z or T.I.? I I don't know which um, uh, uh, particular black rapper this is, but... It's it's T.I. What does T.I. mean? T.I., that's his name. T.I. is his name. Yeah. He's a rapper. Yes. And I could tell by the microphone in his hand. He says he won't endorse a woman. Rapper T.I. apologizes after saying Hillary Clinton or any female president... Too emotional. Would... Yeah, right? Uh, 
I gotta, I gotta see. Oh, he apologizes. So they started out saying so he won't he endorse said, a woman to trap me in, so, so that he can apologize to say he won't endorse he, a woman. He, what he said was statements were that women are way too emotional. I, I can't see myself voting for a female president because we are, we might hit the wrong button at the wrong time. Wow, now, that's an old argument. Isn't that just so? And I like UTI, but you sound really stupid. <laughs> I like UTI. No one likes a UTI. <laughs> Ha ha. Uh, But it's ridiculous because uh, women aren't going to push the button because they don't want to be at war with everybody because we're more um, compassionate, empathic. We think before we do. You know, that's the thing. And see, he didn't think, T.I. didn't think before Mm -hmm. he's... He before he spoke. So who's emotional now? Exactly. Rapper <laughs> T.I. may be the one reaching for tissues after saying a female president could let emotions get in the way of running the country. The 35-year-old grammar winner backtracked Tuesday afternoon from his insensitive remarks, followed backlash from several media organizations. Uh, obviously. <laughs> Uh, for, through Twitter and other users. My comments about a woman running for president were unequivocally insensitive and wrong, he tweeted. I sincerely apologize to everyone offended. The rapper made his controversial comments during an interview with DJ Wu Kid posted on YouTube on Monday. Not to be sexist, but I can't vote for a leader of the free world to be a woman, he said after asked whether Democratic candidate uh, uh, Hillary Clinton had his vote. I just know that women make rash decisions emotionally and then later it's kind of like it didn't happen or they didn't mean for it to happen, he said. And I would sure hate to set off, I would sure hate to just set off a nuke. Simply put, the 35-year-old rapper argued, the world ain't ready yet. I think you might be able to get the Loch Ness Monster elected before you could get a woman, he said. Wow, that is a really sexist comment. That is pretty... Even his wife... Uh, even his wife said, like, yeah, he can be sexist sometimes. He can... You think? Yeah. I mean, what are some of his rap lyrics about? He's like, bitches ain't shit. Blah, 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 blah. No, no, no he's not that kind. You no, know, he's not that kind. He's I'm just really kind of surprised that he, you know, because he's, he's, he, he's pretty cool. But, I mean, come on, seriously... Here. Like, how, how backwards do you sound, brother? You sound lost. Absolutely. You, you know how many people believe him? How many people listen to that and went, right you know, on, brother. Fuck the women. They're I, stupid. You know, and the thing is, just like, bitches. I, I wish you wouldn't apologize because at least I know where you stand. Absolutely. I mean, at least you said what you said. I know what you mean. You're not full of shit, but you, you, I mean, that's just, that's just sad. You still feel that way. Absolutely. Really sad. The rest of these stories are you dumb. You need to get slapped in the hat, head with a titty. Absolutely. Oh, not, he'd like that. But not in a nice way. Not in a nice way. To sit or not to sit at your desk at work. Sit, uh, sit, be, be at work. Be a machine, a robot, and, <laughs> and sit or stand or be on a ball bouncing. Outlaw played croquet. Serial killer in Ohio. Ooh, that's scary. Still fears killer. <laughs> facing jail sentence found after 40 years. Hey, he's a hit in California. <laughs> See if we can guess what any of these mean. Uh, Barack Obama's a hit in California. Someone was found after 40 years. I'm not sure who's facing a jail sentence. But it's fear, 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 fear. I mean, this is all just... Fear being. (laughs) Yeah. Bagged spinach recall. Oh, my God. This is scary. It's scary news. It's scary news. I can't can't know about my lettuce. (laughs) 
Um, the the TI thing is uh, really really upsetting to me. That that we're that people are still so close-minded and so backward, and we're still. I mean, we're talking a lot about race in this country, and that we're all racist. But you know, only some people hate black people. Everyone hates women. Like oh no, there are a lot of people that hate black people. Oh, there's there's a lot there's of people lot that of people. hate black people. Oh, I, I mean, absolutely. But, but I mean, if you're a black woman, oh shit, I'm double you whammy. A, you're double whammy. I'm a double whammy. I'm a triple threat. No. Yeah. I, but I mean, that's really, that's just really so ass backwards. It really is. I'm like, you have a woman who is the mother of your child. And think about your mom. So your mom would make irrational mistakes. Nigga, she raised you. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Your mama raised you, right? She and ra- turned out the best. Right. I mean, well, I mean. No, I know what you meant. Raised it's him, just right. Yeah. It's just like people don't think. Men don't think about these things, and it, it, they're the ones that are emotional. Men, men can be some super duper bitches. And I think that the reason that he was being that way is he's probably been hurt by the ladies in the past. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just a little bit of a bitterness, but bit maybe you deserved it. Hey, this is by exciting. the sounds of it, he sounds like he deserved it. This makes me really, really excited. Uh, actually, Walmart's biggest owners lose $14.5 billion in one day. Ooh, love good for it. them. Yeah, the Waltons are having a bad day, an expensive day. Walmart, the nation's biggest retailer, stunned investors with a disappointing guidance for growth and profit, causing the stock Wednesday to drop 9.5% to lose $60.37. Wow. The stock drop, the biggest in at least a decade, has erased $20 billion in shareholder wealth in just a few instants. Such a massive erasing of shareholder wealth is bad for anyone who owns a share of Walmart. But the pain is especially concentrated since the company's ownership is highly concentrated. The top 10 largest owners of Walmart stock, who collectively hold two-thirds of the common shares outstanding, have seen $14.5 billion in wealth vanish today, according to USA Today analysis of data from the S&P Capital IQ. Walmart's rapid drop is a massive wealth destruction event for some of the wealthiest people in America. Yay! Yay. High five! High five! Where's the confetti? Reduce the 1%. That's great. Uh, Many of whom are big owners of Walmart, members of the Walton family, including Alice, Jim, John, and S. Robson. Not to mention famed investor Warren Buffett, Berkshire Hathaway, are huge owners of Walmart stock. Each is a front line... Uh, each is in the front line for the, one of the biggest implosions of blue chip stocks in recent years. This is great. If people actually stopped shopping there and it's a problem, that's wonderful. The biggest hit to investors is being delivered to Walton Enterprises, an investment vehicle controlled by several members of the Walmart family. This investment vehicle alone owns 1.4 billion shares of Walmart, or 44% of the total shares outstanding. S&P Capital IQ says... Walton Enterprises took a $9.4 billion hit in the day's decline of Walmart shares, and that doesn't even include several other Walton family-controlled entities, including the 197 million shares owned by S. Robson Walton and another 194 million held in the Walton family name. Add these three Walton entities together, and the family itself took nearly $12 billion hit in one day. $12 billion, damn. 
Lots. It's legalized gambling. When did we not know this? It's always been. Uh, some big-time investors outside the Walton family suffered, too. Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway owns 60.4 million shares of Walmart, amounting to nearly 400 billion loss in a day. Wow. Berkshire Hathaway is the seventh largest owner of Walmart stock, says S&P Capital. Don't think it's just a rich person's problem, either. Perhaps hitting many individual investors closer to home. Index giant Vanguard. <gasps> Uh-oh. I think that's what my... Uh, is the fourth largest owner of Walmart stock. Walmart's huge market value is key to holding many index funds, which are widely held by, widely held by individual investors. Vanguard's 98.6 million shares brought home at 652 million loss to Vanguard investors. Now you have something in common with the Walton family. <laughs> of course, index investors understand the dangers of a single stock. Walmart is just one of the stocks an investor with a diverse, diversified portfolio, say one holding a Vanguard stock standard and poor 500 index fund would own. Yet the pain of owning a big chunk of single stock became painfully clear today, especially if your last name is Walton. They had a shitty day. <laughs> wow. That makes me so happy. It really does. I mean. <laughs> they're probably thinking, we're poor. But they're billion, $14.5 billion in a Do you know day. how many schools we could build with that? Right. Well, where did the money go? The money went to someone else, right? If that stock goes down, that means that people sold the shares I'm so confused as to how it all works honestly I, I, I don't know how this legalized gambling works myself you know yeah. but it just your your money disappears somebody's got that S shit somebody uh, somebody somebody takes it away it's, if it disappears it's gotta go somewhere or maybe I don't know I have no idea anyways I'm the wrong person to ask about that <laughs> uh, we have the Planned Parenthood is back up they're gonna be paying for their own fetal tissue things now, which is weird. Basically, that just slows the uh, ability of uh, Planned Parenthood <coughs> because they can't uh, continue their own resources based off of, anyway. I don't have a problem with dead babies. <laughs> uh, or maybe I do. Uh, let's see, this is the Google News, which is usually pretty great. So we've got the debate again, blah, blah, blah. We've got Lamar Odom again, blah, blah, blah. Israeli-Palestinian violence. What you need to know. We don't want to know. Walmart <laughs> plunges. Great. Jupiter is the best planet. Come huh. on. It's a planet built of gas, you weirdos. <laughs> uh, Jeff Joffrey Marcy to resign from Berkeley Astronomy Department. Turkey summons U.S. envoy amid reports of weapons aid to Syrian Kurds. Interesting. Yikes. Uh, U.S. Russian finalizing. We got that whole Syrian air safety thing. It's scary. We're, we're like, I feel like we're at war in Syria, but we're still not at war. Uh, the U.S. story number one. Two brothers were beaten for hours at secretive New York church police say. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a I, fear, fear, fear. Milwaukee gun shop found liable outlier or new normal. For the first time since Congress shielded gun shops from liability in 2005, a jury finds a gun shop liable for damages in the shooting of two police officers. Oh, wait, because Popo got shot? And right. now they're liable? Sure, Please. right? 
Absolutely. Ugh. Two uh, dead after plane crashes into mobile home in Lake Worth, Florida. Uh, SD, San Diego, or SD, that's not, uh, South Dakota regulators revisiting polygamists' group water request. Huh. A secretive polygamist group has declined to reveal more information to black Dakota regulars, regulators as a part of a request to be able to draw water more quickly from its remote Black Hills compound. I don't, if people want to live together and be polygamists, I don't care. Let them have guns even. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> That's scary. I, I mean, I think that the polygamy stuff that, that we've been learning about um, in Utah and, and some of those factions, and they've been doing some shows on it. They had that, that lovely show on Sister uh, Wives? The Sister Wives. They had that lovely show on uh, Showtime. What was it? Big, Big Love. Love. That was great. It was HBO. Uh, and it got into the whole deep polygamy thing. But then now there's, uh, like, I've escaped from from polygamy or whatever. There's that new show on the Lifetime Network or something. It's really provocative. But, I mean, if you're forcing young ladies to marry their uncles, that's definitely a problem. Well, that's the problem that sometimes happens in these compounds. That's the thing, you know. One can, of course you know celebrate and live together and teach whatever they want to teach religious wise but the downfall is sometimes it's the children especially young girls that get hurt in these because they make their own set of rules right and their but their rules are i mean we're still in the same society how about this one what's kind of this rules can a jay-z song violate your moral rights what? what kind of question is that? In an unusual trial, the mogul and rapper's 2000 hit Big Pimpin' is at the center of a lawsuit centered on the song's content. More than 15 years after Jay-Z and Timberland's Big Pimpin' thumped in ubiquity across the suburbs of America, these two men are ensnared in an unusual copyright infringement trial. According to the AP, a lawyer for the heirs of the Egyptian composer Balig Hamdi, whose 1950 song Krosa Krosa was used in the hit, have accused the men of violating Hamdi's moral rights, a legal concept he said is well established in Egypt that would have required them to get permission to use the elements of Krosa Krosa in a song celebrating a promiscuous lifestyle. The American way of thinking goes that the two men, having repeatedly paid the copyright fees for the song, should therefore be free to do whatever they wish with the music. But in 2011, a California said, judge said, not so fast. In either a much belated salvo in the East Coast, West Coast feud or some considerable deference to Egyptian law, Judge Christina Snyder said the lawsuit had standing and gave the blessing to let a jury decide whether the use of Cosa Cosa was outside the scope of licenses at issue. This is a really funny question. They're basically saying that because in Egypt he is a religious person, uh, I don't know, they didn't mention if he was Muslim or if he was uh, Christian. Either way, they're saying that using the song in a promiscuous way violates the moral rights of the composer in the 50s that's some bullshit well i mean but uh, they paid listen did did they did they steal his music no did they pay for the copyright and everything else yeah but does that mean they can do anything they want with it yeah you pay for it 
yeah you, I, I i just i can't i mean if you're still in someone's stuff that's another thing and absolutely. then you're gonna and bastardize it but the fact that they you got your money all is good i this means i can do whatever i want with this song now so even if it even if it violates the the moral perspective of the person who originally made the song well, it doesn't matter it's all once you pay for it so he basically sold his morality he sold his rights to morality yeah and you're 15 years late right absolutely <laughs> i mean that's another thing i'm like this is 15 this is this this should have happened maybe a couple years after maybe five years after but the fact that really i mean he no i, I mean i understand what no. you're saying it's it's but and then, then then why then why is why is the judge bringing it up and saying what what kind of moralistic stance are we making all of a sudden we're like no more songs about pimps and hoes i mean if we're gonna go after if we're gonna go after this what else can they go after for moral you know yeah i mean it'll be another thing if you know he was still in the, still in the hook that was the, this is not the case i think we need to listen to this song <laughs> i do uh now we're gonna listen to you yeah we're gonna listen we're gonna listen to big pimpin uh but after that there's a thing that uh jay-z attends the trial start of trial over big pimpin so that's on there too which is kind of exciting um i hey i don't i don't i don't know how where i stand because i don't like i don't usually like songs that d- denigrate women so uh, this song is really not. Oh, I know this song. I'm... Yeah. So it's that do 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 do. Oh please, <laughs> right? <See? laughs> so that that little flute part is what's they're contesting. Big hip and spending cheese. You know why? Fuck them, fuck them, love them, need them, cause I don't fucking need them. Take them out the hood, keep them looking good, but I don't fucking feed them. First time they fuss, I'm breathing. Talking about what's the reason? I'm a pimpin' every sense of the word, bitch. Better trust and believe them. In the cut where I keep them, till I need a nut, till I need to be the gust in it. Beep, beep, and I'm picking them up, let them play with the dick in the truck. Many chicks wanna put chicken fists in cup, divorce them and split his bucks. Just because you got good hair, I'ma break bread so you can be living it up. Shit, I pass with nothing. Y'all be frontin'. Me give my heart to a woman, not for nothing. Never happen. I be forever mackin'. Heart cold and assassins. I got no passion. I got no patience, and I hate waiting. Don't get your ass in, and that's right. Yo, I'm 
feeling so mad, you just can't take it. But nigga, if you hate, not in you wait while I get your bitch butt naked. Just break it. You gotta pay like you wait wet with two pairs of clothes on. Now get your ass in the back of the blast to the track, Timberland. Let me spit my pros on. Post it up in the pro zone. That's the track that we breaking these hoes on. Ain't the track that we flows on. Ripping shit get hot, then the Glock start popping like ozone. We keep hoes punk like Trigger Man. But really don't get no bigger, man. Don't trip, let's shit get sold on the flip, getting blow with the motherfucking Jigger Man. I agree with you now. Listening <laughs> to the song, I realize that that is a ridiculous lawsuit. <laughs> and it's not even that it's, I mean. I've heard a lot worse than this. This ain't shit. Well, and it's just that one little do, 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 do. It's like people aren't going to associate that with that guy and be like, moralistically, blah, blah, blah. Uh, speaking moralistically, Miley Cyrus <laughs> is going to have a nude concert plan. So we're going to we're going to listen to what that's about. Uh, so we're going from big pimp into whores, one to the other here on the AltaCast, <laughs> brought to you by Alta California Botanicals, best tink in the biz. There's no moralistic question when it comes to Alta California Botanicals. Go to their website, tryalta.com. And if you have your new, you just got your uh, prescription from your doctor, you can get two weeks for free. That's very exciting. Uh, here is Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is taking her love of being in her birthday suit to an all-new level. Yep, you guys, just when Miley had pretty much done it all, you know, like freeing the nipple and all of that, well, she's taken things to the next level, announcing a completely new concert. And she won't be alone. From what we hear, MC has enlisted the help of her friend Wayne Coyne of the Flaming Lips. And guys, he's actually the one who made this big reveal on his Instagram account posting this photo with a caption that reads, quote, Ad Miley Cyrus is planning a show where her, the band, us, and the audience are all completely naked with milk, well, white stuff that looks like milk, is being spewed everywhere. It's a video in the works for hashtag Miley Cyrus and her dead pet song, the Milky Milky Milk. So 
there you go. I mean, I'm the milky, not milky I milk. Want to go sans clothing, but the whole audience? I mean, I have to admit, even I was a little bit shocked by that one, but I'm sure there are like tons and tons of people out there who would want to be a part of this. Maybe they'll do it at like Burning Man or something. Or maybe I don't like know. this bitch. Anyway, I don't like to it. reiterate, the relationship between Miley Cyrus and Wayne Coyne is all about love, but people don't get it twisted. Miley told the New York Times that, quote, I am 100% in love with Wayne, and Wayne is in love with me, but it's nothing sexual in any way. That would be the grossest. So I guess the naked thing is just about feeling free. Not really sure, but I want to hear from you guys. What do you think about this nude concert experience? Is it too much? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. would love to be naked with Wayne Coyne. I would totally. <laughs> yeah. I think he's H-O-T. That's just me, though. Well, I mean... I, is it just a is it just a great publicity stunt? Of course it is. Of course, it's just a great publicity. It is. Stunt. It's shocking. Who? I mean, it's just, it's titties. It's titties, ass, penis. I've seen it before. Yeah, I've seen it. it. I've seen, seen it. it. Yeah, it's just people just trying to use things for shock value. Whatever. I watch porn. <laughs> uh, we just went through the news. We read between the lines of the news, and now we're gonna do the news. From the stars. That's right. The horoscope is here. Uh, we're on Alta California Botanicals show, the Alta Cast. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I'm joined by Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth. Hello. And this is the time where we're gonna read between the lines of the horoscope. Right on. Uh, so we're starting out for Aries. Do you know any Aries? Yes. Uh. My best friends are Aries. I have a couple. I know a lot of Aries. Yes, I do. I don't think I do. March twenty first. Oh, my boyfriend's in Aries. Oh, my aunt's in Aries. Yeah, I have a. I have. I know about ten. That was a. That Aries. was a dumb statement. I'm like, I don't know any Aries. Oh wait, my boyfriend's in Aries. He didn't hear that. He didn't hear that. He doesn't listen. Uh, March twenty first <laughs> through April nineteenth. Here's actor Bill Murray's advice about relationships. I have listened to Bill Murray definitely. Mm -hmm. If you have someone that you think is the one, don't just say. Okay, let's pick a date. Let's get married. Take that person and travel around the world. Buy, buy plane tickets for the two of you and go to the places that are hard to go to and hard to get out of. And if when you come back, you're still in love with that person, get married at the airport. <laughs> Good That's one, great. Bill. In the coming weeks, Aries, I suggest you make comparable moves to test and deepen your own closest alliances. See what it's like to get more seriously and deliriously intimate. All right. You heard him. You heard the man, Jonathan. Uh, you heard uh, Rob Bresney and also Bill Murray telling you that's the uh, thing. Also, the, he gives you a little picture to think about for your week, and that's for this. It's ritual. <laughs> Uh, all right, get get uh, get deliriously intimate. You can learn to be lucky. It's not a mystical force you're born with, but a habit you can develop. How? For starters, be open to new experiences. Trust your gut wisdom. Expect good fortune. See the bright side of challenging events, and master the art of maximizing serendipitous opportunities. All right. Next one, Taurus, April twentieth through May twentieth. Do we know any Tauruses? I, yeah, I don't know when people's I, birthdays I do. are. Uh, the picture to think about is intent. <laughs> Some firefighters 
use a wetter kind of water than the rest of us. It contains a small amount of biodegradable foam that makes it 10 times more effective in dousing blazes. With this as your cue, I suggest you work on making your emotions wetter than usual. By that, I mean the following. When your feelings arise, give them to your give them your reverent attention marvel at how mysterious they are be grateful for how much life force they endow you with whether they are relatively negative or positive regard them as interesting revelations that provide useful information and potential opportunities for growth it's nice uh somewhere there's a treasure that has no value to anybody but you and a secret that's meaningless to everyone except you a frontier that harbors a revelation only you would know how to exploit. Why not go in search of these things? <laughs> All right, that's a weird one for that okay. Was weird. Uh, Gemini, May 21st through June 20th. Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norell is a BBC TV miniseries set in the early 19th century. It's a fictional story of a lone wizard, Mr. Norrell who seeks to revive the art of the occult magic so as to accomplish practical works, like helping the English Navy in its war against the French Navy. Norrell is pleased to find an apprentice, Jonathan Strange, who draws up a course of study for him. And Norrell tells Strange that the practice of magic is daunting, but the study is a continual delight. If you're con interested in taking on a similar challenge, Gemini, it's available. Oh, for magic? <laughs> Hey, Gemini, you're all wizards. <laughs> Wizardry. Get into it. ASAP. Wizardry. Wizardry. Yeah, that's what's going to save us all, I think. Cancer, due 21st through July 22nd. Uh, we humans have put buttons on clothing for several seven millennia. But for a long time, these small knobs and discs were purely ornamental meant to add beauty but not serve any other function. That changed in the 13th century when our ancestors finally got around to inventing buttonholes. Buttons could then serve an additional purpose, providing a convenient way to fasten your garments. I foresee the possibility of a comparable evolution in your personal life, Cancerian. You have an opening to dream up further uses for elements that have previously been one-dimensional. Brainstorm about how you might expand the value of familiar things. I, I mean, I wish that was mine. That would be great. I'm like, oh, wait, there's I, I have tons of useful things in my life I'm not taking advantage of? Really? Cool. I have all these buttons. I have all these buttons and no holes. I, I have a hole. I have a hole. <laughs> uh, Leo, July 23rd, 1st, ugh, July 23rd through August 22nd. You would be wise to rediscover and revive your primal innocence. If you can figure out how to shed a few shreds of your sophistication and a few silvers of your excess dignity, you will literally boost your intelligence. That's why I'm inviting you to explore the kingdom of childhood where you can encounter stimuli that will freshen and sweeten your adulthood. Your upcoming schedule could include jumping in mud puddles, <laughs> attending parties with imaginary friends, having uncivilized fun with wild toys, Ooh. and drinking boisterously from fountains of youth. Sounds All like right. a party. 
Yeah, let loose, Leo. Oh, my God. Let loose some of those shreds. Of, yeah. Let go some of your sophistication and chill the fuck out. <laughs> Time to go on an adventure, Leo. I hear Dre. I'm like, oh, you want a party? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Virgo. Yay. August 23rd through September me. 22nd. Here we go. All right. Let's do it. While still a young man, Virgo author Leo Tolstoy wrote, I have never met one man who is morally as good as I am. He lived by a strict creed. Eat moderately was one of his rules of life, along with walk for an hour every day. Others were equally stern. Go to bed no later than 10 o'clock. Do only one thing at a time and disallow flights of imagination unless necessary. He did prove himself with wiggle room, however. One guidance allowed him to sleep two hours during the day. Another specified that he could go visit a brothel twice a month. I'd love for you to be inspired by Tolstoy's approach, Virgo. Now is a most favorable time to revisit your own rules of life. As you refine and commit yourself to these fundamental disciplines, be sure to give yourself enough slack. Uh, so I need to be more disciplined? No, he's saying that you need to look at the discipline you've already put in your life right. and then give yourself some wiggle room. Do you have any discipline in place right now? Not really. <laughs> you come here every week. That's a discipline. No, that's a discipline. Yeah. We have a lot of wriggle room, though. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I just... Hmm. Maybe they're, he's asking one. you to look at your discipline. And when you redefine your own personal rules of your life to give yourself some wiggle room. I just feel like I'm a hot mess right now. <laughs> well, so then then it's telling you the right thing. It's saying go yeah. back and, and redefine... Re redefine it. What? Yeah. Like, what Take back the, your discipline. Yeah, like, and what are the things that you want... And want to accomplish and uh, assume that your drive to experience pleasure isn't a barrier to your spiritual growth but is in fact essential to it that's a good hint yeah proceed on the hypothesis that cultivating joy can make you more ethical and compassionate person imagine that feeling of good as something important to teach you every day true yeah well you're a bartender you you can't I mean that's what I do. You do. You have fun. But that yeah. also, you provide growth for the people around you because you're loosening them up, letting them talk to each other. Exactly. I'm, I'm making people fall in love for that night. Oh. <laughs> have you seen that happen over the bar? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many times? You see that. And do you know when you're like, those two are going to go together, go home together? Yep. 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 You're like, those two just had sex in the bathroom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that happens? Oh, my God. I've done that before. Uh, Libra. This is me. September 23rd through October 22nd. Many astronomers believe that our universe began with the Big Bang. An inconceivably condensed speck of material of matter exploded, eventually expanding into thousands of billions and billions of stars. It must have been a noisy event, right? Actually, no. Astronomers estimate that the roar from the primal eruption was just 120 decibels less than the volume of a live rock concert. I suspect that you are also on the verge of your own personal Big Bang, Libra. It too will be relatively quiet for the amount of energy it unleashes. Well, that's great. That bodes well for what's going on in my life right now. Absolutely. Which is, it's... Oh, I'm taking over the station. No more of this collective bullshit. Oh, wow. Just, uh, we're a collective of voices, but um, I'm not gonna let people uh, 
be people don't get to be freeloaders anymore. There's a lot of people that that don't ever pay dues and they're not on a they they want to take their time. They've got all the codes. They come in and out willy nilly as they please, and uh, they're not helping the station as a whole in any way. And it's time to cut the chaff and say, here's the thing. Like, I I get to make. We had it before where it's like, we all need to vote on every decision. And it's like, we actually, we actually don't, because I'm kind of doing everything, so we really don't need to second guess what I've already done and vote on it. Like, just, <laughs> So it's going to be an interesting transition, because it's really nothing's going to change, except right. that it gives me the opportunity to tell a, I have to change the locks today. Oh, we had some code. security issues. Oh, um, no. It turns out that, remember when I was freaking out about the dues? Yes. It turns out that uh, while I was gone in August, uh-huh. Some of them disappeared from the box. And so I oh, have been no. blaming it on the shows, saying, you never paid dues in August, but it's because somebody stole, stole the money. So, no, oh, so now we have we to, a trust and, issue. Right, so now we're in a trust issue. So we need to do that. Like, it needs to be like, all right, because I, I, have, I have my suspicions of who the people would, I can't, you know, it's like, couldn't we're the community radio station why why would you do that to the to your own people to the own to your own place so that's the thing is that like it's the collective model is ending not it just collectives don't work because 20 percent of the people do 80 percent of the work and usually like five percent of people do like 90 percent of the work and everyone else just skirts by and blah 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 and so um you know I think that this is actually gonna happen and it's actually gonna finally be a thing that works and works for me because it hasn't been working for me because I feel like I'm doing all the work and not getting like to be in charge. Like that's one of the things when you do all the work, you're supposed to be in charge, right? Someone needs a leader. Someone needs a leader. And, but I'm not that kind of leader. I'm like a lead by example and everybody kind of do your thing and it's great. But I, I sometimes forget that just because I'm a responsible adult doesn't mean Everyone that everybody else. isn't a responsible adult. So it's about becoming a better judge of character, and it's about a lot of things. But hopefully, this uh, the stars. It's written in the stars. Whether I shall turn out to be the hero of my own life, or whether that station will be held by anybody else, these pages must show. So begins Charles Dickens' novel David Copperfield. I'd like to inspire you to write a story of your own life that begins like that. That's great. It's funny they say the word station in it too. Whether I turn out to be the hero of my own life or whether that station will be held by anyone else, these pages must show. All right. I believe you, Rob Bresney. Scorpio. Scorpio. October 23rd through November 21st. For now, you are excused from your further work on the impossible tasks that have been grinding you down. Oh, I wish this was my horoscope. You may take a break from the unsolvable riddles and cease your exhaustive efforts. If only this was mine. <laughs> and if you and if you would also like to distance yourself from these farcical jokes the universe has been playing, go right ahead. <laughs> to help enforce this transition, I hereby authorize you to enjoy a time of feasting and frolicking, which will serve as an antidote to your baffling trials. And I hereby declare that you have been successful at weathering these trials as you could possibly be, even if the concrete proof is not yet entirely invisible. Wow. I, I want to be a Scorpio this week. <laughs> this week. This week. I tell you what, not all the time, but Scorpios this week. You guys are set. Go yeah, out and yeah. party. Don't worry. You got it done. I really hope lucky. that's... Lucky you. 
Lucky, lucky. So, uh, Sagittarius, November 22nd through December 21st. One afternoon in September, I was hiking along a familiar path in the woods. And as I passed my favorite grandmother oak, I spied a thick, six-foot-long snake loitering on the trail in front of me. In hundreds of previous visits, I had never before seen a creature bigger than a mouse. The serpent's tail was hidden in the brush, but its head looked more like a harmless gopher snake's than a dangerous rattler's. So I took the opportunity to sing it three songs, and this stayed for the duration, and then slipped away after I finished. What a great omen! The next day, I made a tough but liberating decision to leave behind a good part of my life so I could focus on a fully, fully on a greater part. With or without the snake sighting, Sagittarius, I foresee a, compares, a comparable breakthrough for you sometime soon. Self-discipline is what you need to think about. Singing to snakes? All right. <laughs> um, I don't really get that one. I guess the snake took away his old life so he can prepare. I guess snakes shed. shed skin. Shedding the skin. There you go. There you go. A little esoteric on that one, <laughs> Rob Bresney. Capricorn, December 22nd through January 19th. Canadian author Margaret Atwood has finished a new manuscript. It's called Scribbler Moon, but it won't be published as a book until the year 2114. Until then, it will be kept secret along with the texts of many other writers who are creating work for a future library. The project's director is conceptual artist Katie Patterson, who sees uh, as a response with George Orwell's question, how could you communicate with the future? With, your, uh, with this as an inspiration, Capricorn, try this exercise. Compose five messages you would like to deliver to the person you will be in 2025. That's interesting. <coughs> I don't think I'm gonna be alive in 2025. Oh, no, I'll 10 be... years from now? No, not 2020. Oh, 2025? Yeah, oh, that's... yeah, you will be. Oh, I'll be 51. Yeah. So I have to write five messages to my 51-year-old self? Yeah. Start today. So that's in 10 years. Right. Well, I would. I think the first thing I would say is, um, are you fucking famous yet, you dumb bitch? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I would I would actually uh, hope that I, was, I would write a note to myself. Like, I hope you're still doing comedy, Pam. Keep it real. Keep it real. See you next summer. <laughs> Smooches. What would you what would you send as a message to yourself in ten years? In ten years at forty-four, I would send Are you happy yet, bitch? <laughs> um are, do you uh what the fuck are you doing? Are you still bartending or slinging drinks or anything? I hope you've moved on. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. I've always wanted to be a bartender. Yeah, they will never wrong. let me be a bartender. But that's the thing. Like I have the, you know, these voices, you know, in my head saying that I should, you know, no, I should get a real adult job. But I'm like, I don't want a real adult job. And then my boyfriend's like, you need to get a real adult job. And I'm like, but you're miserable at yours. So right. it's just, I don't know. I had a real adult job for a couple of years, and every time I've had it, it, it has made me absolutely miserable. Yeah, I remember you said, like, it was like Ethan Allen, Yep, right? the Ethan Allen thing. It yeah. was, what a clusterfuck. Um, you know, it, money is great. God, I love money. I Money is, <sighs> you can buy nice things, eat nice food. Yeah. You know, travel. Oh, loving that. Exactly. You don't have to, you have a choice if you want a big house or a little house. Right. Or, I don't need the big house. I'll take the little house. 
so I get to go see the world. Right. And you still, I mean, I really wish that money wasn't such an issue, but it, it clouds so, so many things for so many people. And it, it holds sucks. you back. Holds it holds you back. you back on a lot of things. But, oh, it can be so freeing too. But once you understand like the, the real value of it and you appreciate it more, like then when you get those opportunities, it's like, oh, I really love this. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, it sucks for the people who actually have, you know, don't know what it's like to not have money. Right. You know? Because they don't appreciate what they do have. Exactly. You know, you've never had to worry about your likes getting cut off or anything like that. Right. You know, but those are the people that sometimes are usually the most self-destructive and, anyway. And the people that are like, like in the, in the drive through line at Starbucks, like banging on their Lexus horn. Oh my God, this is taking so long. I need 12 lattes. It, and it's like, you bitch, you just got here. <laughs> Aquarius, January 20th through February 18th. Every hour of your life, millions of new cells are born to replace old cells that are dying. That's why many parts of your body are composed of an entirely different collection of cells than they were years ago. If you're 35, for example, you have replaced your skeleton three times. Congratulations. Your creativity is spectacular, as is your ability to transform yourself. Normally, normally these instinctual talents aren't nearly as available to you in your efforts to recreate and transform your psyche but they are now. In the coming months, you will have extraordinary power to revamp and rejuvenate everything about yourself, not just your phys physical organism. Wow, that's nice. You're gonna change. Yeah. Aquarius, change. Sounds like shedding skin again. Shedding skin. Uh, here's the last one, Pisces, February 19th through March 20th. In the coming weeks, but the coming weeks will not be a favorable time to seek out allies Yikes. you don't even um, to seek out allies you don't even like that much or adventures that provide thrills you have felt a thousand times before so don't buy your ticket for Burning Man again you little Pisces freak <laughs> but uh, the near future will be excellent time to go on a quest for your personal version of the Holy Grail a magic carpet the key to the kingdom or the answer to the Sphinx's riddle in other words Pisces I advise you to channel your yearning toward experiences that steep your heart with a sense of wonder. Don't bother with anything that denigrates, disappoints, or desensitizes you. Wow. That's your Rob Presney horoscope here on Altcast. There you go. Uh, <laughs> news from the stars. We haven't done that in a while. Uh, first, we talked today about Hillary Clinton, the debates. All of them, Bernie Sanders, those other guys I don't care about. Uh, those poor schmucks. Those poor schmucks. Who are those guys? Uh, Where'd they come from? Who are they? I, I really don't pay that much attention to politics because I just find it so depressing. And um, I honestly do. I, I mean, I really don't see that there's that much difference. I don't know if there's going to be any difference between Obama and the next president, even if he's a Republican or she's a Democrat. Uh, I think you definitely if there's a Republican in the office, oh. you know, most definitely. But, you know, the thing is, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Politicians are all full of shit and they're all bad people. You just got to weed out the ones that are worse. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. And that's the thing. It's just like, do you want to go with the bad guy or do you want a guy with go with the guy that's the biggest dickhead ever? <laughs> yeah. You know? So, I mean, and... There's too much money. 
in politics there really is you know it and then if you think about it most people in politics come from money with yeah the exception of a few you can't you you can't be in politics without money i mean you, know. you have to because you you have to um fund your campaign and and that's what i always get back to you that's so depressing and upsetting about the campaign trail is that, and it's, and even what's happening right now in San Francisco, we have really important voting measures coming up yeah. on November 3rd. I oh, hope everyone yeah. is going out to vote, or they voted already. Some people already have, which is wonderful. I got my mail in. Fantastic. I like to vote in person just because it makes me feel like, I like that little sticker. sticker. <laughs> yeah, yeah vote. Um, go out and vote on local issues. Like, I don't necessarily think that on the federal level, that we have a voice because of the electoral college and I feel that we should abolish that. Agreed. But on the local level, this is where we can actually affect some change. Which one, what's one of the um, policies that you're looking at? Uh, the F, uh, it's no, y- yes on F. Yes. It's the Airbnb debacle. And th- the thing is, th- the thing that's crazy about Airbnb is that there's some people that own in Airbnb, they say that you have to own your house and it has to be your specific residence, but you're vacating it so someone else can be there. But the problem that's happening in San Francisco is people aren't living in these buildings and they're saying, oh, I'm living there, and then they're just airbnb them the whole time. Right. People that have money that have homes elsewhere. Right. But you're only supposed to do it to your primary residence. So right now we're kind of in this strange loophole where like even the house across the street uh, is a complete Airbnb thing. Oh. I see people coming in. I never see the actual owners. Really? So where are they living? Because it's supposed to be your full-time residence. But there's some kind of loophole here where that doesn't happen. So they're trying to... We want them to pass this new legislation because it's going to stop kicking people out the Ellis Act. So what people are doing is they're kicking people out saying, oh, well, I'm living here. But then they aren't living there, and then they're airbnb in. Right. So a lot of people are getting evicted from their apartments for Airbnb. And, and that it, needs to stop. And isn't there a tax issue with that as well, with the Airbnb? Like- yeah, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to pay taxes on it, hotel taxes. Exactly. And so... Um, I, you know, and I don't have enough money to, and that's the other thing is people always say, well, why don't you Airbnb your place? And I'm like, cause I am a, I, I rent from an apartment complex. Right. You can't do that. But then they said, well, what about people in New York? Because they, they've got to be, I mean, places in New York, there's not houses in New York. Right. And a lot of people rent their apartments or lease them. So that doesn't mean that they're owners. Um, but New York space is a lot larger as well. Yeah. Right. You know, that's another thing. And I, I, I definitely feel like this, you know, with the Airbnb, like the loophole, uh, they're also hurting uh, other uh, smaller uh, hotel businesses and motel businesses with their tax loophole. Absolutely. Just like Uber and Lyft have been <sighs> screwing over the taxi cabs. Exactly. But then you and look at it and you say, well, how many new jobs have been created? But it's like, why didn't those people just become taxi drivers? Because the taxis here are... Oh, the taxis here are terrible. Well, they they can get those medallion things. I mean, I wish that I understood more about uh, what it is. Also, the Prop I, everyone should vote on affordable housing, not luxury condos. They've been trying to develop the um, down by the bay and by the Mission Bay to take away A, our view, but B, to create more high rises that none of us can afford. And we really do need to think about the people who live here now 
and not the people who are moving in from everywhere else. I mean, I hate to be an isolationist, but can't we just take care of San Franciscans first? Why are we turning all San Franciscans into Oaklandians? Well, I mean, well, here's the thing. I do agree with the fact that we need more buildings so we can have affordable housing. And I've, I've been I've been checking that out because I'm not too far away from where Mission Bay is and where that's going on. Now, the problem is when they say the word affordable because I've seen the commercials run and what have you. When they mean affordable, what do you mean by that specifically? I, be- I actually agree with building some homes there, I, but for real affordable. I'm not talking $3,200 a month affordable to one class i mean to all different types of classes so i am for building but i want to know honestly what do you mean by the by affordable because the words the language is very tricky and i I think i think that affordable needs to be a percentage of your income so for example 92 percent of my current income is spent on my housing now my housing my apartment is a thousand dollars a month nice which is not that expensive, but it's still 92% of my income. Right. So I think that housing affordability should be scaled. Right. And, th- and that's the thing. That's what I mean by like, I am all for building. I am because we're running out of space. We are. It, and you're, we're you on a, sort of an island. We're on a peninsula. Right. Where else are we going to go? And you can't stop the people co- from coming. You can't. Because Twitter keeps making jobs. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just the factor. So we're just going to have to get used to that. But also at the same time, if we are going to build, we have to build for all classes. You cannot just say this is affordable housing but the thing but is, for one class. And you But how is it, the thing is that we're, when we're building this housing, what is the, what is the difference between the, is it the same exact housing? It's just that some people pay $4,000 a month for it and some people pay $1,000 a month for they it. They do something like that in Chicago. Like there's a place called the Presidential Towers where they do have a, uh, um, uh, specialized uh, housing for people. Um, I think it. I. I can't believe. I can't remember what it's called. Subsidized you, usually. Subsidized. subsidized yeah. Housing. Thank you. And Section Eight. Have, Section Eight. Thank, that is what I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah. And then they also have people that do pay like the normal amount of rent in that same tower. Sure. So, yeah. I think it can work, and it, they do it in New York as well. Sure. You know. Well, and they and they do that here. They're supposed to, with every new building that goes up, they're supposed to be like 20% affordable housing. Supposed to be. Supposed to be. Yeah. But I don't know how they're skirting the, skirting the issue. All right. Well, we did it. We came to another the end of another AltaCast. Yay. We, we, We're we got through it. We're winners. <laughs> uh, keep listening to MutinyRadio.fm. This was a, kind of a, a news-heavy show, but super fun. We're going to... Um, we're going to close out with a little song by a friend of ours named Jay-Z. Uh, him and Nas did a song called Black Republican. So we're going to listen to that. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. We have a very special guest from Australia. Yeah, I work with her. Coming in to talk about gun control and how it's different yeah. in Australia versus the United States. We're going to do a little research. And uh, we'll be back with you guys next week at noon on the AltaCast. Brought to you by Alta California Botanicals. Best tink in the biz. Enjoy some Jay-Z, Black Republican. Take your time, make a nigga wait on this motherfucker. Make a nigga mad and shit like. Niggas usually just start rapping after four bars, nigga go in.
like a black public money I got coming in. Can't turn my back on the hood, I got love for them. Can't clean my act good, too much thugging now. Probably in the back in the hood, like fucking it. Huddling over the oven, we was like brothers then. Though you was nothing other than the son of my mother's friend. We had governing, who would have thought the love would end? Like ice cold album, all good things. Never thought we'd sing the same song that all hood sing. Thought it was all wood brain, all good brain. We wouldn't bicker like the other fools, so good game. Never imagine all the disaster that one good brain, could brain, should blame the game. And I could, it's kill or be killed. How could I refrain? If I ever be in debt, and that's never a good thing. So the pressure for success can put a good strain on a friend you call best. And yes, it could bring out the worst of every person, even the good saint. Though we rehearsed it, it just ain't the same. When you put the game at age 16, then you mix things like cars, jewelry, and this thing. Jealousy, ego, and pride in this springs. It all to a head like a coin. Ching, the root of evil strikes again. This could sting. Now the team got beef between the post and the point. This puts the ring in jeopardy. It's definitely black Republican money I got coming in. Can't turn my back on the hood. I got love for them. Can't clean my act up. Good, too much tugging them. Probably in the back. I'm like, I feel like a black militant taking over the government. Can't turn my back on the hood, too much love for them. Can't clean my act up for good, too much thugging them. Probably in the back in the hood. I'm like, fuck it then. I'm back in the hood. They like hay knives. Blowing on perp, reflecting on they lives. Couple of fat cats, couple of AIs. Dreaming of fly shit instead of them gray skies. Gray fives, hay dies, wishing our rain dies. Pitch sling pies and niggas, they sing why. Guess they ain't strong enough to handle it. Jail time, weak minds keep trying, follow the street signs. I'm standing on the roof of my building. I'm feeling the whirlwind of beef, I inhale it. Just like an acrobat, ready to hurl myself through the hoops of fire. Sipping 80 proof, bulletproof under my attire. Could it be the forces of darkness against hood angels of good that form street politics? Makes a sweet, honest kid turn illegal for commerce uh, to get his feet out of them converse. That's I my feel word. Like a black Republican money keep coming in. Can't turn my back on the hood. I got love for them. Uh, Can't clean my act up uh, for good. Too much slugging nah, them. Probably in the back of the uh, hood. I feel like a black militant taking over the government. Can't turn my back on the hood, too much love for them. Can't clean my act up for good, too much thugging them. Probably in the back of the hood, I'm like, fuck it then. Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives to smoke it. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com
Join us every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, bringing you the best of San Francisco's underground comedy scene here every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. It's only $2. You can bring your own beer and listen to comedy here every Friday, 8 to 10 p.m., 21st in Florida. It's mutinyradio.fm. The House of Pride radio show, LGBT radio for everyone. Funky interviews, funky beats, talking drag queens, and much, much more. It's LGBT radio for everyone. Listen live every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. House of Pride Radio, LGBT radio for everyone. Celebrating the considerable contributions of the LGBT community in San Francisco and beyond. Every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. Listen here for hot new local beats by LGBT artists and listen to live interviews. Tune in, turn on, every Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m., House of Pride Radio with drag queen personalities, Tweeka Turner and Pearl T. Are you sick of reading the news? Do you even bother to read the news anymore? Do you need someone to read it to you because it's just so disgusting and depressing? If so, then the Weekly Review is the show for you. Join Roman Reimer as Roman reads the news, whether it be LGBTQ issues, cannabis legalization, prison abolition, police brutality, or many other issues that sometimes the media just doesn't feel the need to cover. Listen in, Fridays at noon, Mutiny Radio. Roman's also joined by activists, community organizers, artists, and many other great folks working to make the world a better place. Have no fear. The news is here. And if you feel like yelling about it, well then Roman will be yelling with you. The Weekly Review, Fridays at noon on Mutiny Radio. Hello, comrades. This is your comrade, Zach Wiseman, host of government-sponsored program, Communist Folding Chairs, mandated by the Kremlin to occur every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m., broadcast by our comrades at mutinyradio.fm. Sit, relax, listen to my comrades in stand-up comedy march honorably through their cold balance sets, and other comrades make fun of them. Because in Mother Russia, if you can't laugh about starving for turnip and beet, and attention, you are a capitalist pig, and the KB, KGB will visit you shortly. Every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. Miren, miren! Es un pájaro? Es un avión? No! Es un chemin! Looking to invest in the future of your community? MutinyRadio.fm and the Boys and Girls Club Mission Clubhouse needs your help. Please donate to keep the Radio Clash Show Institute right now alive on the air every Thursday from 4.50 to 5.50 p.m. Donations are tax deductible. Donate online at 
www.muniradio.fm or just stop by the station at 21st Street and Florida. That's 2781 21st Street and throw some cash in the big glass jar. Stop by to experience live audience friendly shows every day of the week and know that you're supporting the future of the mission by keeping free speech alive for all ages. This PSA is brought to you by your friends and community partners at muniradio.fm. Hi, I'm Chuck Weiss. If you're an old baby boomer like me, pain is probably something you've learned to live with by now. Yes, there are drugs on the market that help, but they come with side effects and shouldn't be used for extended periods of time. But fortunately, there is an effective natural pain reliever available in this state, medical cannabis. Let me tell you about Alta California Botanicals. They're a manufacturer of fine cannabis tinctures. Now you can take your medication in liquid form, much more discreet than pulling out a pipe and lighting up. Alta California Botanicals offers five different formulations, each one addressing a specific medical concern. There are two that are designed for pain, one to be swallowed, of course, and a new one for external use only. I'm going to have to try that one myself on my arthritic fingers. There's a tincture for stress and one for anxiety.